Creed to remember. Have you ever written for yourself a mission statement, a shopping list, or perhaps a timetable you promised yourself that you couldn't forget? Welcome to the Cafe for Christian Thought. Last time we talked about the nature of paradoxes and what this means for your spiritual journey. Today we are looking at a core topic of Christianity, the resurrection and a creed that you don't want to forget. Many Bible skeptics hold to the authenticity of this creed and claim that it has to date to within a few years of Christ's death and resurrection. This makes you wonder what all these Christians were dying or being persecuted for. Would they make up a lie about a very recent event that could easily be disproven by those mentioned in the creed itself, and even be prepared to die for these lies? Surely that would be some type of crazy trick. But before we go into talking about this passage some more, how about we have a read first? So this is from 1 Corinthians 15 verses 3 to 8. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. It's very interesting to take a look at what some highly critical scholars, including atheists and agnostics, say about this particular passage. For example, New Testament critic Gerd Ludemann says that the elements in the tradition are to be dated to the first two years after the crucifixion of Jesus, not later than three years. The formation of the appearance traditions mentioned in 1 Corinthians 15, 3 to 8, falls into the time between 30 and 33 of the common era. And that's from the book, The Resurrection of Jesus. Robert Funk, who actually founded the Jesus Seminar, which is highly critical of the Protestant Christian view, even the Catholic view of the resurrection, said, the conviction that Jesus had risen from the dead had already taken root by the time Paul was converted in about 33 AD on the assumption that Jesus died about 30 AD. The time for development was thus two to three years at most, two to three years at most. James Dunn, who's a professor at uh, Durham, said, this tradition, we can be entirely confident was formulated as a tradition within months of Jesus' death. Months. Michael Goulder, who's actually an atheist professor, says it goes back at least to what Paul was taught when he was converted, a couple of years after the crucifixion. So there you have it, that recurring theme. Within a couple of years at most, atheists, agnostics, Bible critics, all agree to this point. 
Thus, it's fair to say that Christ's death, burial, crucifixion, and resurrection has a very early attestation. Next time someone tells you the resurrection was a myth invented 200 years later, you know where to begin. For even these atheistic scholars accept the early date of this creed. It's also important to note the eyewitnesses mentioned here. For many were alive at the time and could easily refute any lies about them. Peter, or Cephas, is mentioned. The rest of the apostles, the 500 uh, brothers in Christ, James, brother of Christ. Why list so many people if you're trying to make something up? But it doesn't just end there. For you see, Paul himself was prepared to die for the very contents of this creed. That is how much it meant to him. Ignatius, who was an early church father and was connected with the disciples, says in praise of the Ephesians that they were initiated into the mysteries of the gospel with Paul, the holy, the martyred, the, the deservedly most happy, at whose feet may I be found. Thus we have it here. Paul is called holy and martyred, someone who was prepared to lose everything for the sake of Christ and what is spoken of about Christ in this creed. Clement of Rome adds, after preaching both in the East and West, he gained the illustrious reputation due to his faith, having taught righteousness to the whole world and come to the extreme limit of the West, speaking of Rome, and suffered martyrdom under the prefects. There you have it. Paul's faith drove him around the world, preaching the gospel, teaching righteousness to the world, till eventually he met his executioners in Rome. So let's summarize what we have here. So first of all, Paul quotes an early creed stemming from within a few years of Jesus' death. Second, the passage includes a reference to many different witnesses who could easily call Paul out on his lies if he was making this story up. Number three, Paul was prepared to die for the contents of this creed. So where does that leave you? What do you make of this creed? What do you make of how somehow this little spark within the Roman Empire, and despite all the persecution going on, was able to grow and grow and spread based off beliefs listed in a very early creed and which were attested by eyewitnesses alive at the time. I hope this has left you with something to think about during these challenging times. Thanks for listening to the Cafe for Christian Thought. As always, remember to deal with everything put on the table in truth and love.